0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Architecture Show. My name is Chris and I'm going to be your host. This is your first time joining me. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your classmates. Tell everybody you know. Today, what I have planned is I am starting a series. Yes, I am starting a series of tips on surviving architecture school. So this is video or This recording is going to be divided into maybe five or six different episodes because I have a bunch of tips, both uh, in the professional world, in school, and just some general sort of tips for you guys that I think you would enjoy. I mean, I'm hoping you do, but these are going to be spread out amongst, yeah, just pretty much amongst several episodes. And I hope you guys enjoy these episodes. I'm not going to do a thing where I'm going to record for the next six weeks, you know, 10 and 10 and 10. Like I'm going to have, I'm going to post this on Monday the 14th and then I'm just going to kind of spread it out. Like I think my next two episodes or maybe even the next three, I'm going to have some guests. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, anyways, I'm going to just get right into it. And again, these are just 10 tips on surviving um, architecture school part one so for the first one uh control s control s is going to be your best friend so there have been a countless number of times in which i've had an entire project sometimes i had parts of a project or maybe i don't know i i did have some parts of a project or whatever it might have been where i did not save right So I'm sure some of you have been through this before where you have an entire project or maybe not an entire project, but you have some drawings done in your Rhino, in your Revit, whatever it might be. Personally, I use Rhino constantly, as I'm sure most of you do if you are in school. And there has been times where my computer has crashed when I'm trying to render or do something of that nature. And I didn't save it. And uh, I have lost entire projects because I failed to simply hold the control button and press S. So my one tip when it comes to anything that has to do on a laptop, whenever you're doing a project, the first thing you should always do is name it and then save it. So when I'm tutoring, that's always what I tell the students that I tutor. First thing you should always do control S no matter what, after every pretty much action that you do control S before you do renderings, control S. If you're making, if you're doing like a make 2D control S before you do the make 2D, you know, make sure it is up to date. Make sure that you're saving and make sure you know your naming conventions so you know where you are when you're saving. Okay. Tip number two, which will coincide with control S and and keeping things symmetrical and keeping things nice is organize. So organization is key. I think when it comes to architecture school, because you want to know where all your projects are, right? You don't want to be scrambling the night before, I don't know, final or maybe like a review or a crit, and you don't know where most of your things are, right? So you want to be able to tell, like, where you keep all your most important files. And some a, a peace of mind that I enjoy doing is creating folders so i legitimately have a plethora of folders uh you know in my computer and pretty much like it, it's down to like so specific like like uh nyit fall 2022 is a folder then within that folder i have five separate folders for the five classes i'm taking and then within that folder that like let's just say i click on the first one so design so studio so within that folder i have like um, project one laid out as a folder, right? And then within project, the project one folder, I have another probably six or seven folders that'll say week one, week two, week three, et cetera. And then within that folder, this is how organized I like to be because I'm a little bit of a neat freak and I'm weird like that. But within like a week one folder, let's say I'll do like an illustrator folder and whenever I work on an illustrator, will go in that folder. And then I would create another folder under the Illustrator folder that has my final product. So just like the PDF. So it would just say like PDF folder. Right. And then maybe I have like another folder that says like iterations. Right. Then let's dial that back for a second. So week one, let's say. Right. That's a that's a folder. Then within that folder, uh, I do a date. So like, I don't know what week one was like, I don't know, September 13th, let's say, I don't know. It's just doing a random date in September. So it would be like 9.13, and then that's a folder. Then within that folder, it's like the Illustrator uh, PDF folder, folders, I should say, right? And then, of course, the naming conventions, right? So my I think my first week of school, we did like a president study. So it was like week one underscore like president study. And that's like my naming convention, like whatever it is, whatever week it is or whatever date it is, followed by like the project name right? So you guys should keep things organized. I have a friend who, you know, sometimes he, he they do a thing where they just put it on their desktop and that's fine. It's it's mostly for whatever works for you. But from an organiza- organ, organizational standpoint, you should really try to lay things out to where it's just easier for you to find. And of course, like that's just the way I am because I'm a little bit of a need freak. But if putting it on your desktop, of course, works for you, just do what works for you. So Keep that in mind stay organized and always save everything that you do number three get a mouse so i know some people who don't use a mouse which is pretty insane to me i don't know how you work in rhino at all but of course to each their own uh, i will say using a mouse is probably 1000 times easier so getting a mouse is something that you should definitely go out and buy Uh, I used to buy a mouse from five below, but they kept breaking on me, but you could probably go on Amazon. And again, this is not sponsored by Amazon. Amazon though, if you are listening, would love a sponsorship, but you could probably buy a cheap, um, portable, a portable mouse. I, I would assume for maybe like 10, 20 bucks. I think I bought my mouse. It was 15 and it has worked for me since last year. So, and then just to give you guys an idea, uh, last year I went through, I think three, three of them, three different mice, mouses. I don't know what you would call it, but I bought all three of them from five below. They all broke on me. So save some money, spend a little extra money on Amazon, get like a, whether it's Logitech or whatever your preference is. um, you should definitely look that up on Amazon, but yeah, save the money or, or spend the money, I should say, and get yourself a mouse. I don't know how you guys do it. I, I have another friend who doesn't use a mouse. And like a few people I know, like don't use a mouse for Rhino. And I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. Because like, I can never work in Rhino without using my mouse. Like if I'm not using my mouse, I'm not working in Rhino. <laughs> like I need the mouse for Rhino. So yeah, I mean, again, it's entirely your preference. And everything I'm telling you is entirely your preference. But I'm just giving you guys some tips on some some tips that I've like picked up along the way uh just trying to really uh relay that back to you guys so if you can invest in a mouse number 4 is it number 4 three yep number 4 sorry i don't know why i just lost count uh find your studio group of friends so i think one of the easiest things to do in architecture school is find your friends whether it's in your class whether it's in your class but they're in a different section whatever it might be, uh, we're a pretty outgoing group of people. And you also have to remember that you're all in this together, right? So the person next to you is struggling possibly with even the same things you're struggling with, you know? And it's okay to ask questions and, and kind of be like, hey, like, what do you think of this project? And then again, I, I've said this in pr- uh, previous episodes where Uh, my first day of school i ran into my i made my uh a friend uh shout out to eugene but we met because we both got lost right so something that simple and that i guess humorous where we both got lost we became friends literally the first day because of that you know and that's like a conversation started that we had and we eventually and now we're good friends and he's in my studio class now and i'm telling you it's very very easy to make friends within the studio Because you guys are going to be together for the next four or five years. All of you are struggling together. All of you are working on your models. You're working on classes together. uh, Getting feedback off of each other. Asking each other, what do you think of this? well, What do you think of that? Maybe, you know, you buy materials like in bulk. You know, you guys get each other food. You guys get each other coffee. You hang out. And you become best friends. And I'm telling you now, your studio group of friends is probably the friends you're going to be with. I'm sorry. It's probably the friends you're going to have for the rest of your life. I can confidently say that the friend group that I have, I do believe that we will all be great friends as the years come. So find find that group and stick with them for the next four or five years and you'll be okay, you know. And even if you don't, you could still find your group in another class again even though i have classes where not all my friends are in i still make friends with other people because again we're still such an open and agreeable group i guess you would say where we all we all know that we're struggling together right so yeah just find that group and connect with each other get each other's instagrams get each other's share numbers like whatever it might be you know just just find that group Okay, moving on to number five is join clubs and organizations. So I try to tell my friends this all the time. And of course, nobody listens to me, which fine. I understand you got other things going on. But you should really join the organizations and clubs, even if it's not in architecture. Right. And this is totally me not trying to promote the organizations I am a part of but you should definitely join things that you might find enjoyable, right? So I think NYIT has, of course, a bunch of different clubs and organizations. The two organizations that I am a part of are NOMAS and AIAS. AIAS is American Institute of Architecture Students. NOMAS is National Organization of Minority Architecture Students. So the two clubs or the two organizations that I personally wanted to join have to, are are based around architecture but we have other organizations around the school that are like the life club which is i think it's like leisure and fun experiences there's the cab club or cab organization and if i am saying that wrong i do apologize i think that's campus activities board where they have like activities within the school i know they have a chess club they have a bunch of organizations and clubs but personally Of course, I'm going to be biased and I'm going to tell you all to join the architecture organizations because we always base our events and our workshops around architecture. So with actually within the upcoming weeks, we have like a few firm tours planned, at least for my school at NYIT. We have uh, what we call a peer panel in a few days where we're going to help first year students who might need help, whether it's... um, You know, things like tips like in Rhino or networking or resume review type of deals. Uh, We had a workshop for Halloween where we played Kahoot, I think the name of the game was. And there were prizes and stuff. For AS a few weeks ago, we had a a scavenger hunt for the first years to kind of get a better understanding of, you know, just the school, how the school operates and where things are. Yeah, we have like a few things planned out, and that is just for AIAS and NOMAS, where we base things around architecture, right? And then we usually hold our meetings, you know, within like the studio usually. So yeah, also you meet a lot of people. I have a lot of 50-year friends now because of these organizations, because of these clubs. And, you know, I have I'm a friends with a few people that are outside that are already graduated, so you never know, like maybe they're looking for an intern at the company that they're working for. Maybe the people that are graduating next semester are looking like maybe a year from now their firm is looking for an internship. Maybe they start their own firm. You never know. So not only should you befriend all these people, right, but you should network, you know, and I'll get to that later on, probably in another episode about networking. But you just you should definitely befriend as many people as you can within these organizations because you get to go to conferences, you get to meet a bunch of people, maybe even find a job, you know? Maybe even find a job, you never know. So join the organizations that are in your school. If you go to NYIT, come to our meetings, man. Come, <laughs> come to our workshops, come to the AIAS or NOMAS uh, workshops we have going on, and you'll get a better idea of what we do and how we organize things. So anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Number six, uh, get a good laptop. So this is what I am struggling with right now. Uh, one of my classes, I actually can't do the work in because my, my laptop is not the correct specs to use the rendering software that is needed for class. So the rendering software for the class is called Enscape, which is, yeah, it's just the rendering software. And I'm learning it the hard way. So I've been trying to either do the renderings in Rhino or I go use the school computers. But basically, you want to get yourself a a good laptop that will not only be good enough to do the renderings that you need to do, but it'll also last you a long time, right? Because you don't want to be a year or two in. And again, this is what I'm struggling with because I'm considering buying a new laptop for these reasons. It's a lot of money and I don't really want to spend... Almost two, three thousand for a new computer, but we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, get a good laptop. I know that NYIT has a rec- uh, recommended one on our website, and I'm starting to think, like, maybe you know, maybe I should have got that one, but that is what it is. You know, like, I have certain things going on where I can't afford to get that laptop, right? So, you want to also obviously get one that's within your price range, but I would say save up the money and and spend a good amount of money on a good laptop that's going to last you a long time you do want to be able to have the laptop for however long you're here four or five years maybe even carry it into the professional field you know but either way yeah just invest in a good laptop Uh, there's a certain specs that you can find online Uh, i've done a ton of research on this because it's just something i'm curious about but um, let me just pull up my notes here I read that the best laptop to get for the CPU is an Intel Core uh, i7-12800HX. Don't know what those numbers mean. Or AMD Ryzen 9. And then it says 6900HX for the CPU. At minimum, the gigahertz, which the abbreviation is G hz minimum of 2.2 gigahertz again this is some research that i've done and i kind of gathered through tiktok's youtube videos and and other sources where these are like most other people recommended sort of thing like obviously other people recommended other things but those are just the things that i've gathered that's as far as the cpu and for the ram i recently found out that the ram is pretty important when it comes to architecture school cuz that i think what ram does and again i'm probably wrong but i think the ram the higher the ram the more applications you can open right or something like that like more things you can run at the same time so it helps with like rendering i read that a minimum of 16 gigs of ram is what's recommended of course the best one to get is like 32 gigabytes of ram and i found out also gaming laptops allow you to upgrade uh, i'm sorry upgrade the ram so i think in general i think the best laptop to get for architecture school and i think is also within the price range is a gaming laptop but yeah i think the best is like a 64 gigs of ram but that's like desktops uh not most laptops have them but yeah for ram 16 gigs is a minimum 32 gigs is recommended then for the GPU, um, not too sure about this, but you should definitely get like a graphics card. I read that the GeForce GTX 1060 or higher is the best graphic card, uh, best graphics card to get. So keep that in mind. And then for the storage, the best or recommended one to get for storage is the SSD, 512 gigabytes of storage. So those are just things that just keep in mind when you're buying a laptop. Um, obviously, they can range from, you know, $1,200 up to, I think I saw a laptop for $6,000 the other day. So really depends who you buy from. I think a reliable brand is Dell. Obviously, Dell is number one when it comes to software. Uh, I'm sorry, when it comes to, you know, laptops. So keep that in mind. Moving on, number seven, uh, respect others. So... I know this is such a broad statement, but you really should respect others within the studio and respect their space, right? Don't go through their materials. If they're using materials like, or you want to use one of their materials, ask to use their materials. Um, Don't touch another student's project. You never know what they're trying to do, right? So if you touch a project and it falls or breaks apart, like that's your fault, you know what I mean? And you don't want it to be your fault, right? So, Never touch another student's project. Always ask before using their materials. And don't go through this stuff. Like, don't be weird. (laughs) You know, like, don't, just don't do it. Respect the space. Studio is our second home. So if you're making a mess, clean it. If you break anything, tell somebody, you know, clean up after yourself. I've seen people leave crap all over the studio, like a bunch of wood or foam, little foam pieces, like, Just bring the garbage over and just dump it in the damn garbage. Like, it's so simple. You know? Studio is literally your second home. Besides, like, maybe your job. Right? So just respect the space. And just don't go through... I mean, I'm sorry. Just, just... Yeah, just don't go through other people's stuff. And also, be respectful during the crit. Don't be those people that are talking during the crit. Or, you know, maybe you're going through your phone while somebody else is speaking. Like, pay attention... And see if you can learn something from the crit that one of your classmates is getting and maybe try to apply that for your own project. You never know, like, what sort of advice uh, a crit was going to t- say to a student that you might be able to use, right? So keep that in mind and don't laugh if they mess up or maybe they say something that they didn't mean to say. Don't laugh at them. Like, just let them do their thing and just be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight, we are getting close to the end already, and I feel like I just started recording, but number eight, always ask questions. So I remember I probably talked about this before, but you should always, always ask questions no matter what. Ask for help if you need the help. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And don't feel weird either. There's no such thing as a dumb question. So keep that in mind. Don't be afraid to ask a question, even if you feel like it's a dumb question, okay? I remember my first class in high school. I was 14 years old. It was biology. It was my first class of high school ever, and it was 8.30 in the morning. I don't need to tell you that information, of course, but it was my first class ever, and I walk into class, whatever, and I had a question for my teacher, and I was like, hey, professor, whatever his name was. I have a question, and it's probably a dumb question, And he cut me off and he was like, Chris, the only dumb question is the question you don't ask. And that is something that has stuck with me since I was 14. So keep that in mind. You know, the only dumb question is the question you don't ask. So always ask questions and you'll never be confused. You'll never not know what's going on, right? The only time that you know what's going on is if you don't ask, you know what I'm trying to say? And if it's like a yes or no question, the question, the answer will always be no, if you don't ask it. Right. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be nervous. Um, The only dumb question is the question you don't ask. So always ask questions. You'll never be confused. Okay. Moving on. Number nine, take some time to get away from the studio. So I know a lot of people, they kind of go hard when it comes to architecture school. I'm usually one of those people where I kind of bury myself in my work and I sort of lose myself within the studio, meaning I only focus on my work. I don't focus on anything else. Maybe I might slack in other classes because I'm just not paying attention. Get away from the studio, man. You know, it's I know a lot of people don't like to because it's like, oh, I got this project that's due on Friday and it's Wednesday night. Like, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. But take some time to take a break. Maybe. If you can't figure out a concept or an idea, go for a walk, you know, go for a workout, still do things that you like, you know, taking a break can actually help you find your concept, find an idea. Maybe you're walking through Central Park and you see something that sparks your eye and you're like, oh, maybe I can incorporate that into my project, right? Or maybe it's just clearing your mind, right? Going to workout or whatever it might be, whatever, whatever you like doing. Right? I am personally a huge museum buff and I, went, I took myself to the museum uh, like last week or a week and a half ago. And it was just a moment for me to just kind of get away and enjoy my time, enjoy my space and do something that I enjoy doing. And I actually ended up using something that I found within the museum for my project, for design. So, yeah, again, you never know... What taking a break can do, you can find an idea, or you could find something that sparks your eye, and that could be part of your project, and again, you never know, right, you never know, so, again, take some time away from the studio, go for a walk, go work out, go bowling, go out with your friends, go out to eat, and you know, whatever it might be, just just go for it, and take a break, right, Taking a break might be the best thing for you. You know, you pulled an all-nighter, you are up and had two hours of sleep. Even if you're going to go take a nap, like take that nap, you know, just take a break. And now going on to my last tip for the day is don't let architecture school take over your life. So what I'm trying to say is don't lose yourself in the process of architecture school. So this goes back to what I literally just said, um, where some people get so involved or so they dive super deep into architecture school that they bury themselves within the field, if that makes any sense. And I've done this too, right? Where I kind of avoid everything else. I don't really go out and all I do is work, go to school and do my architecture projects, right? But don't lose yourself within the process. Right? Don't don't not do things that you still enjoy doing. Again, for me, huge museum guy. I haven't been to the museum in months. I mean I've been to the Met probably last year, but again, that's last year. Like I haven't been there in literally months. The museum I went to was the museum of natural history. I haven't been to the museum of natural history probably in four or five years. Definitely before COVID. Like it was way before COVID. So don't lose yourself in the process. Still do the things that you like to do. Um, still go find time to go to the gym or go take that break and go to the gym, you know, go for a nature walk. If you like going on nature walks, go for a hike. If you like going on hikes, even if you just like walking and looking at buildings, I love walking and looking at buildings and New York city is full of buildings. I don't need to tell you all that who are from New York city, but that's full of different buildings, right? I feel like every time I even walk through New York City, I find a new building somehow that I've never either noticed or never seen. I usually, I'll either take a picture or, you know, I'll just enjoy the moment. But either way, like, don't lose yourself within the process. Do things that you still love to do. Go out with your friends, you know, just don't lose yourself in the process of school, you know. And it's very easy to do that too, right, because... You, I mean, right now we have about four weeks left of school, so people are grinding, people are, you know, burying themselves and indulging themselves within studio, and I have friends that I literally see, That I have class at 9am, I have friends that I see there from 9am up until 9pm, you know, I think Wednesdays are my busiest day where I tutor in the morning, and then I have two classes that are three hours each, and the minute I come in, it's like 9, 10 o'clock, I see a friend of mine, and then... Nine at night, I still see them there. And it's like, buddy, go home, (laughs) you know, or do something else, right? Now, I'm not saying, of course, like, forget about your studio work. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm trying to say is do not lose yourself. Still do the things that you love while also still doing school, you know? A friend of mine told me that she does a thing where when she's not really feeling up to it, She'll like go for a walk through Central Park because her dorm's right near Central Park. So maybe do that, you know? Or maybe if you're on your way home and you live in a dorm or you live in the city, walk through Central Park instead or walk to your dorm or walk to your apartment, right? Have a scenic route to get home, you know? Just don't, I probably said this a thousand times already, but just don't lose yourself and stick with it, okay? So that is 10 tips. Uh, on Surviving Architecture School I'm going to end the podcast there this is going to be part one of my series of tips on Surviving Architecture School so if you like what you hear there's a topic you want to hear me talk about or if you even have a tip that you want to tell me that maybe I can include in a future episode reach out to me on Instagram uh, my Instagram is shagan.arch that's S-H-A-G-A-N dot and tune in every Monday for a brand new episode if you listen all the way through thank you and have a great day